What do you think? Okay, we're gonna get right into it. Where did they go? Okay. Now, this is what happened. After the fall of Meroe to Axum in the fourth century, the word began to spread about the Sudan. And how did they get there? It was migration. They was moving. They was moving out of the Nile River Valley on westward and southward, right? And so they called this place, Sudan, the country of the blacks. Okay, so they left. They because of all those invasions that was happening, be it Greece, be it the Phoenicians, be it whoever else, they just start leaving. Would you? If you experienced an onslaught of um, war, famine, you're not gonna stay. Come on, y'all. All right, some people, yeah, I'll stay. I'll, I'll stay in Cushion, Kimmin, okay. But life is more important than your pride. All right, so they are not everybody left, but the majority, some people did leave. I don't have the numbers. I, some of you guys are very brilliant, and you can tell me those numbers. But after the fall of Meroe to the accident in the fourth century, they start to move, they start to migrate, and word began to spread about this place called the Sudan, the country of the blacks. Early West Africa, by the seventh century, according to the book, these Africans moved northward into Spain. We know the story. Uh, northward into Spain and uh, they took over this place This place in Europe they call it the Al-Andalus okay and you know we know about the Moors in Spain according to Wahab Ibn Manabet who wrote in 738 AD the country uh, century these Africans were peopling the territory so they were occupying this space we know what happened in 711 where they marched into Europe uh, the Africans as well as many others marched into Europe but then in 738 they started to um, people the place they started living there groups mixed and mingled together forming alliances as well as families yeah you know families do come out of this you know people start having children people <laughs> people start getting married and everything you know we're gonna be here for a while so guess what you know let's 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 grow and thrive together that kind of thing right now early west africa the descendants according to the book according to the book right uh include the descendants of kush included the people of sudan the Quran or goran east of, the, of lake chad zakawa people habesha or you know habesha abyssinia people the cops or cops people the berbers so this was the, according to the book, these are what the authors identified as the people of West Africa at this time. The descendants of Kush, including the people of Sudan, um, the Quran people, Moran, Zagawa people, the Habesha people, the Copts, the Berbers. Now, my question is, there's, were there more? I'm sure there were. I'm sure there were. And so 200 years later, another gentleman named Abul Hassan Ali Al-Masudi, okay? In his book, in his book, The Golden Meadows mentioned the migration patterns of East Africa to the West. This guy here wrote about how they moved. Okay, I'm gonna read it, I'm gonna read it, I'm gonna read it. All right, here, here it is. 
All right, in the book, page 54, it says, The sons of Cush, the son of Canaan, traveled towards the west and crossed the Nile. There they separated. Some of them, the Nubians and the Beha and the Zanj, turned to the rightward between the east and the west. But the others, he says, but the others, very numerous, marched toward the setting sun. Marched toward the setting sun. Now, you know, you know, I, I may, you know, I only probably just, you know, went to school a little bit, and so, um, where does the sun set? It says west, right? So these people marched toward the setting sun. He was talking about how these people left the Nile River Valley and moved onward westward. This what happened after the fall of Cush and, and, and all the infighting that was happening, these people said, look, I'm out. Y'all coming? Okay. Let's go. All right. So, there were others. Now, nowadays, uh, these, there's other major ethnic groups in the Sudan, the old Sudan, and I have to shout them out because this, this is this is what we, when I came into reading this book, y'all, when I came into rereading this book, when I think about Western Africa, these are the people I thought about, but the book has a surprise for me. I was not ready for it. Uh, you know how, you know, you, you know how you read something, you know how you, let me pause it real quick. Let me, let me stop here. You know how you read something and you say, oh, I know what the answer is going to be. I know what they're going to say. I read it again, y'all. And it took a turn. Because he talked about the old Sudan. We're not talking about the modern Sudan. Okay? Remember, the old Sudan. We know the Bilal Sudan is 4,000 miles and everything. But he rung the bell saying the old Sudan. Hmm. What is the old Sudan? All right? So, but, the modern people that live there now are the Mandinka. Much love to Mandinka. The Bambara people. The Songhai people. Uh, the Dogon people, okay, the Fulani, Hausa, Tuareg, and that's just the name of a few. Um, I know you guys know a little, little bit more than I do. What are some other ethnic groups in the area that I didn't mention? I know there's a lot, okay? You guys can uh, tell me in the comments. Y'all can shout them out on the YouTube page. Yes, we're on YouTube, so like, comment, subscribe. Let me know. I know I missed a few. And my family in West West Africa, uh, they may they may get on me, so I want I want them to to uh, to, to let me know, okay. But these are some of the major ethnic groups. Not all, not all. All right, these are some: Mandinka, Bambara, Songhai, Dogon, Fulani, Hausa, Tuareg, and there's many others. Now, my a lot of my West African uh, lineage do come from the Bambara people, the Fulani, and, and Hausa especially. So uh, this this whole segment is really near and dear to me, so it's very personal. And But what are some of the other ethnic groups, y'all? Alright. Now, then he, then he takes a turn, which I totally disagree with. You know, Davidson says these Africans were retained by the characteristics of a white morphology. Hold on, bro. Um, you're doing good. You're doing great. You're doing great in the book. You're doing great, and then you have to mention white morphology. Like, um, people of color 
I'm not going to say that these individuals were like purple or blue black, but the Africa before the European uh, involvement was already colorful. It was all shades of brown. It can be, let me see one of my chess pieces here. I don't. Okay. It can be, without the involvement in Africa, they could be this shade of brown, the involvement of Europe, this shade of brown, or this shade of brown, that kind of thing. So it can, it can happen, right? So white people, we had to understand that Africa existed in a time where white people did not exist. Let that sink in. And so when they did come, they're like, who are these people? I'm sure, much love to the fam uh, in, in, in all the cities, in every major area in the United States, <laughs> almost every hood, when they see somebody of a different skin tone walking down the street, they're like, who is this person going down the street over here? They start asking questions. And so think about hundreds and hundreds of years of no interaction with these people. And so, oh, they, we already, the, the, the sand people down south, the Osa people, they, various colors. All right, so, that's one thing I disagree with. This is the...